Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, clairvoyant medium Hannah McIntyre and we're on episode 15. It's been such an interesting um, week energetically for me. There's such uh, strange times happening for us lightworkers in in this time, in this new age, which I know I was talking about last episode, so don't worry, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. But um, I think, you know, it's a difficult time because this rising that we're in, this move into the new energies, the new frequencies, you know, on a personal level for me is creating some really interesting experiences in my energy. So this week I've been very much stuck between feeling a bit sort of meh, a bit, well, I'll get round to it. I don't want to do it right now. Then with little spurts of energy and insight and excitement and pushing me forward and then going back to just, well, whatever, I'll sit this one out and wait to see how long it takes. So definitely sort of 
doing the energetic okie-cokey at the moment. I don't know if that resonates with you too. Uh, I feel that there's lots of ideas and inspiration coming in, but it isn't the time for action just yet. It's just time to receive, to receive and integrate. So that's, yeah, that's my week so far. I've had some amazing readings with some absolutely incredible people doing some amazing work this week. So it's been really, really enjoyable. It's always fun working with people who are light workers and using that light in so many different ways to make a difference and make a change. So this week, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, mediumship as a whole, um, how it works when you're connecting to a spirit, you know, why some of us get some bits of information and others get others. And, uh, but I also wanted to talk to you, and I'm gonna to start today by talking to you about signs. Now, signs are uh, something you hear talked about an awful lot uh, with the spirit world. And I know that, you know, spirit are with us all. Everybody has spirit around them every moment of every day. But, you know, it's hard to feel them. And I actually don't think you'd want to feel them all the time if they were with you. It'd probably drive you around the bend. But certainly at the beginning of your journey, when you're trying to um, open up to spirit and you're trying to feel their presence, half the time you think you could just be imagining it. And the spirit world understand that. They understand that we are spirit, but we're in a physical container having a physical experience. And so they bring us signs and symbols to let us know that they haven't forgotten about us, to let us know that they're with us, to encourage us, to bring us love. So I'd like to give you a cohesive, complete list of all the signs I've ever had from spirit. But actually, some of them have been so uh, specific and ones that I know, you know, my students and people around me have had, have been things that probably wouldn't resonate with you because that's the point. The spirit world know exactly what to show us so that we um, can feel their presence, but that's a personal thing. It's got to mean something to you. So, you know, we have all the standard ones, angel numbers, feathers, music, smells, orbs, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about all of those, but I also want you to be open to your own signs and your own feelings and your own things that the spirit world can bring you because that's how you get a real experience. It has to be unique. Now, the first one I'm going to talk about is feathers. Now, feathers is always an interesting one because I don't believe that angels have wings. I don't believe that angels have wings like we believe they have wings. I have been told that it is um, the way that the light, because angels are such high vibrational beings of light, the way that the light refracts around them makes it look like they're winged. And what's happened is as humans have evolved, we've become more and more trained to seeing them as 
winged feathered creatures and so now that's what we see because that's what we expect to see but you know angels have no ego they're spirit they're not worried they're not there going oh for goodness sake I went to go and work with Hannah the other day and you know what she was only looking at my wings such a waste of time you know they are spirits so they will work with what we expect so I do believe that feathers come from the spirit world sometimes I do believe that they are brought to put a spring in your step to let you know that you're not alone to show you love and I do believe that they come from angels as well as spirit guides but not because they are feathered if that makes sense just because that's what we associate with them now I went to see uh, Russell Kane with my husband uh, God, before lockdown and uh, it was so funny because he started one of his rants. Now I love Russell Kane's rants, they crack me up. And um, he started one of his rants about what a load of crap mediumship is and psychics and stuff like that, which was, you know, funny. And the whole way through my husband was elbowing me in the side laughing. And, um, you know, one of the things he was saying was, that you know uh, people get excited about a feather and it's just a pigeon that flew over that was taking a crap and dropped a feather at the same time and I'm not going to sit here today and say to you that every single feather that I have ever seen I believe came from spirit but I have had moments of real profound amazing moments uh, experiences with feathers I can't even think of the words I mean the energy of it um, because of um, spirit sending them to me at times when I needed them so I may have mentioned on this podcast and so forgive me if I have sometimes I feel like I just say the same things again and again and again but for me feathers have come at very unexpected and very amazing times so once you know i got in my car and i was having a bad day and i turned on the engine and the blowers turned on and a feather shot out and hit me in the face once when i was at an exercise class and i was very bogged down with some very human worries you know money and stuff like that uh, a feather fell out of my bag uh, when my grandmother was uh dying uh, I had to go to the hospital to see her to say goodbye and I knew it was going to be very difficult and I knew that everybody that was there was going to be having a very difficult time and it was my first time of losing somebody as an adult and knowing that I wasn't going to sort of be supported through it that I might be needed to support others if that makes sense and as I was walking into the hospital I asked the spirit world to show me that they were with me and no word of a lie a feather just appeared out of the air and floated at eye level beside me for like many many meters as I walked into the hospital just beside me and I just wanted you know the people you always get in the wheelchairs with the drips attached having a fag at the doorstep to a hospital I just wanted to grab one of them and go can you see this can you see this this is amazing so those to me are my sort of profound feathers I you know looked outside my back door once and honestly a feather just appeared out of nowhere it didn't float down from above it appeared out of nowhere and danced around in front of me 
And those ones are the ones where I know it was spirit. I know it was. I once did a dog walk with Monty and we were walking through the woods and, uh, you know, it's, it's a 5K walk. And every two or three steps, there was a white feather in my path. And I, because I'm me, I even tested it and tried to take a different route and the feathers weren't there. They were only on my route. That said, the other day I left my house to get into my car and the driveway was covered in feathers because somebody had squashed a pigeon down the road. I don't think that was the spirit world. I think that was just a squashed pigeon. Rest in peace. So, you know, I think there's an energy that comes when it's from the spirit world. There's a feeling you go, oh, is that for me? And you you are aware of it. There's an energy. There's something that draws your attention to it. There's a feeling. There's a knowing when you know it's the spirit world giving you a sign. The other one, angel numbers. So angel numbers, for those of you that don't know, are repeating numbers like 111, 222, 3, etc. Um, in fact, when I started recording this podcast, it was 1414, which made me smile. Now I get a lot of those, I see them on clocks, I see them on um, car number plates, I get them on documents, I get them on receipts from restaurants and things like that all the time. And I used to be really obsessed with looking them up and seeking a meaning. I used to have a book from Doreen Virtue that told me the meaning of every single angel number. But um, as I progressed, I realized that actually most of the messages were pretty similar and if you were going to boil them down to one thing it would be cooey <laughs> hello hannah we love you we're with you you're not on your own and so that is always how i view angel numbers i don't need to go into the deep dark meanings of them um i just go okay hi hi spirit world how lovely to see you i love you too and that's that um, you know, that I used to get woken up during the night, but I really, really, really like my sleep. So I don't get woken up at 3.33 a.m. anymore because I asked them to stop that. Um, number plates, as I mentioned, are always a good one because uh, my daughter Elodie and I once, we did a really long journey. I can't remember, coming back from Wales, it was a long, long journey in the car. And I asked Spirit to show us that they were with us. And no word of a lie, every car that overtook us on the motorway every single car had an angel number in its number plate and that was for over an hour and we you could feel the spirit world having fun with it that's what was so amazing Elodie and I were laughing our heads off and screaming we were a bit giddy you know every time another one cut in by the time you were looking at like 40 cars in a row it was so unbelievable and um, I, I could feel the enjoyment of the spirit world getting excited at letting us know that they were with us so that was a really good one for me now I've got a really um dear friend who's a student of mine and she gets uh, meaningful initials on number plates all the time. So she will get her grandfather's initials or her initials or things like that from the spirit world to let her know that they are with her. So open up to that. Um, music is a great one because it's that weird thing where you hear a song, you turn on your car engine, for example, and there's a song playing on the radio and it reminds you of somebody in the spirit world or you just think, 
I haven't heard that song for ages or a moment in time in your life and you think about it so you've registered it and then you go into a shop and it's playing in the shop and you go what the what that's weird and then you switch on the tv and it's playing in the background in the Queen Vic or something. And you go, okay, yeah, now I've got it. Now I hear it. So that's always a brilliant one because that can really, it's really quite profound when that happens, I think. You know, twice you go, okay, well, that could be a coincidence. Third time you go, okay, thank you. I've got it. I'm listening. The other day I came downstairs in my house and I could smell uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad. And I'd forgotten what he smelt like until that moment, but I could really smell him. And, um, you know, he's been in spirit a long time and he, he doesn't come through. He's never come through. And I was talking to my dad about it and I'd, someone had been saying they were connecting with him in a reading, uh, practice reading I was doing the other day, but I wasn't 100% sure it was him or not. And um, I sort of just sent out a thought to him saying, I would really love to hear from you. And uh, it was so amazing to just walk through that room and go, wow, that smells like my grandfather. God, I've forgotten that smell. And then to walk back through it 10 minutes later and go, God, it's still here. I can still smell him. I can still smell him here. So they're the kind of things that are the day-to-day -day signs that I get from the spirit world that they are with me. But I'd love to sit here and tell you that I never get it wrong, that I've always got it right. Now, some of you will know that I have a vestibular ear migraines. And one of the effects of that is tinnitus. And, you know, it was embarrassing when I had to see the tinnitus specialist at the hospital. And they said to me, you say that your ears have been ringing for five years. Why have you not done anything about it? For me to sort of go, well, uh, <clears throat> I thought it was the spirit world, <clears throat> like a lunatic, um, because my ears have been ringing so much. and I really thought it was spirit showing themselves to me. But I think it was actually my tinnitus. So, you know. You can't always get it right, guys, but, you know, the spirit world aren't judging. They're just happy to be with you, happy to be trying to connect with you. So when those things happen for you, um, just send out a thank you. Just say, I love you too, spirit, or granddad, thank you for showing. I can smell you. That's amazing. Um, just <laughs> say hi say thank you. You don't have to do anything more than that uh, apart from those, those little things. And it's just opening up your energy more and more and more to the spirit world. Now, if you don't get signs or you're not aware of any signs, that is also something you can open up to spirit. You know, tell them. Say to them, I'm sure you must have been trying to show me that you're with me, but I haven't received anything that I've noticed yet. So could you please, could you please bring me something really big that I can't ignore um, so that I can know that you are with me and then just wait and see what they bring you. Um, but don't be afraid to, to explain. Don't be afraid to ask, to say, I'd really like a sign today, please. I'm having a tough day and it would make me feel good. Let them bring those signs to you. And they've just reminded me as well, of course, of, you know, robins. Robins are always a great sign from the spirit world because 
they always pop out unexpectedly to say hello and come a little bit nearer. And again, you can just feel that energy of something more exciting at work. So I thought I'd share with you some of my sort of more profound moments with signs from the spirit world because because it's cool it's fun who doesn't want to have these things so I've talked to you about my grandmother in the feather another one that was really sticks out for me was uh, when things started moving for me with the spirit world so um, as many of you know I'm sure I've said it a hundred times but you know a year ago um, I was in a very different place with my business very different place with my mediumship I had 888 followers on Facebook. Uh, this week I hit 23,000. So in a year, massive change has come for me. But a year ago today, I was peed off. I was frustrated. I knew something was coming. It felt like it had been coming for ages. I knew that the spirit world were making me let go of stuff. They'd asked me to stop selling crystals so that I could focus on other things. Um, I knew that things were changing, but I couldn't work out why. I felt like I was releasing, releasing, releasing and giving and nothing was coming back. And uh, whenever I'm in a grump or I need a bit of motivation, uh, I listen to a rapper called Iggy Azalea. It's not high vibrational stuff, guys. It's not spiritual rap that's for sure. But she always puts a little pep in my step. Um, and uh, I was listening to one of her songs called Change Your Life. And the chorus is literally, I'm going to change your life. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change your life. That's basically what it says repeatedly. And um, it always makes me think of the spirit world and the, you know, the things that they said to me and the things that they have done for me. And I pulled up to this roundabout and the song was playing and it was in the chorus. And as I got to the roundabout, an Arctic lorry went across in front of me and on the um, truck, whatever the, you know, the front bit is called, it said Iggy. And across the back of it, it said, change your life in massive letters on the side of the truck. And I was gobsmacked. I was absolutely gobsmacked. So that was a really, that was a really good uh moment for me uh there just blew my mind and then um i've had a couple of really good ones with a, a good friend of mine nina so uh once we went out we went to see the levelers at a concert hall and uh we were talking about spirit guides and she said that she felt that one of her guides was a fox and i said oh that's amazing i think i've got a fox too and um as we were driving home, I just sent out a thought to the spirit world saying, if Nina's guide is a fox and my guide is a fox, can you show us that um, it is a fox? And there was nothing. We drove home. I didn't tell her I'd done that. I didn't think anything of it. And we got to the road that I live on and a fox walked out from the hedgerow and came and sat in the middle of the road and just stared at her car and sat there for a good few minutes. And it was so profound, so amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. And another time um, I was with Nina at, um, we were on a course together and we were sitting having our lunch in the sunshine and she said, oh, it's my mum in spirit's birthday today. 
And I said, oh, Nina's mum, happy birthday to you. Give us a sign if you're with us. And honestly, within 30 seconds, six, I think six baby ducklings had just come out from nowhere and came and sat, got on our laps quacking. And uh, we could never find uh, the mum. And uh, Nina ended up adopting those ducklings and rearing them and ultimately setting them free. And her mum loved ducks. So it was all connected. It was all very, very clever, you know. And these might seem like, I don't know, little twee stories to you, but the the experience of them in the moment is just so gobsmacking. You just can't believe the power of spirit. They're, it's so amazing. And uh, I've got two more ones that I want to share with you because they're just too Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good to, to miss, but um, I had a really, really good friend uh, who wasn't a good friend for me. Uh, you know those people that you absolutely adore. I, I think she was one of the great loves of my life, um, but it wasn't a healthy friendship or a healthy relationship for me. And uh, we s separated, sounds like a weird thing to say for a friendship, but we separated. And then after some time apart, uh, we reconnected and we decided to have a day out with our children at the beach I think it was one of the last times that we ever hung out together and the kids were playing and we were lying back in the sun with our eyes shut and it's one of the few times that I've ever heard spirit as a separate entity to me and I heard open your eyes look in the sky there's an angel for you and I sat up and she said, what are you doing? And I said, spirit have said, there's an angel for me in the sky. And we looked up and directly above us was a bona fide angel and uh, made of clouds. And what I will do is I will put the photo of that angel on my website in the podcast section. Um, if you look up hannahmedium.co.uk and then go to the podcast section, I'll put a picture of it in there so that you can see, and it will be an unedited picture. And you will be able to see what I saw because I managed to take a photo of it because it was there for so long. But that um, angel, it couldn't have been anything else. It, you know, it's not one of those ones where you see someone who says they've taken a photo of a ghost and it's just a blob and you're like, well, mm. it was absolutely completely 
an angel and nothing else but that. And uh, the other one that I just want to talk to you about is how so how when you're working with spirit, how you can um, you get in sort of a rhythm. If you can keep out of the way, you can get in a rhythm with the spirit world. And uh, this funny experience happened to me. And, you know, it was so weird. So we've got we live near on a country lane and people rattle past our house at ridiculous speeds. And someone um, had driven down the road and obviously hit a branch of a tree. And then somebody had come along and the tree branch was in the road and they decided that as a gift, they would leave it on our drive. So I went to do the school run one morning and there was this long, thin, wispy, you know, eight foot long branch with no leaves on it because it had been run over a few times on our drive. And I went, oh, marvellous. And I thought, well, I'll chop that up. It's got to go in the garden. So I picked it up and put it in the garden. It wasn't a heavy one. And uh, took the kids to school. Didn't think a lot of it. The following day, um, I I have a conservatory lean-to on the side of my house. And uh, the key, I went to hang the key up and it fell off the hook. And I thought, well, that's weird. But I was in a weird mood. And I went, I can't be bothered to even bend down and pick that up. And I just left it. The following day from that, I was leaving my house and I was texting at the same time. And as I shut the door behind me, I knew that I had left my house keys, car keys, hanging up on the hook by the front door and shut the door behind me. And there was no one in, nothing I could do. And the weirdest thing happened rather than getting stressed or upset, I had an appointment, I had an appointment for a massage, and I was really looking forward to it. And I texted uh, the lady that does my massage. And I said, I'm going to be late. Um, I've locked myself out of my house, I don't even know if I'm going to make it. And then spirit just said to me, this voice in my head just said to me, you can get into the house if you want to. And I was like, No, I can't. And they said, Yes, you can. And so on instinct, I went round the side of my house. I managed to climb up and get over my gate. And I was in the garden and on the on the lean to a one of the sort of, I don't know what you call them, fold up, fold down windows, glass. I don't know. They slide up to close whatever they are. The windows had broken. And because that had broken, I managed to take the pane of glass out. Because I managed to take the pane of glass out, I managed to use that really long branch to go in through the window to hook up the keys that were on the floor, which I wouldn't have reached from the hook because the hook is hidden and round the side, to pull them out of the window to be able to unlock, to be able to go back into the house. And it was nuts. And the whole thing, working it all out and focusing on that, took me four minutes. Four minutes, I was back in my house and I managed to text my massage lady and say, I'm coming, I've broken in. And uh, my husband wasn't too happy about it because he's a real safety freak. So we had to put in measures to make sure that I could never break into the house again. Um, but it was just, you know, everything I needed was there. You know, the branch the fact that I'd broken the window and I was able to remove the pane of glass because of that, the keys on the floor. It was just all smooth. It was all set up for me just to be able to do it.
So there, there's some information for me from, from me about signs and different things that I've had. Oh, I know what I wanted to say as well, orbs. I do believe that orbs are the spirit world. I do. Um, I saw a really interesting medium the other day, um, quite an aggressive medium, I'll give her that, but I, I really like her, she does speak the truth. And she was shaking a tea towel in front of her camera to show that orbs are actually dust. Now, I do believe that some orbs are dust. You know, somebody put a thing on one of my groups once saying, um, was it my group or someone else's saying, we'd just moved house and I took a photo and there were loads of orbs. We'd just been putting up curtains. Well, I think that was probably the dust in the room. It might not have been. But when you, um, if you want to film orbs, it's very, very easy. You can try. You turn your brightness up on your mobile phone as bright as it will go. You put your torch on or your camera flash on constantly and ask the spirit world to show you that they're with you and don't move your camera. Hold it still and sit and you can, you'll be amazed at orbs, the spirit world just coming up and showing you that they're there. Um, but they're very different, I think, to dust ones because they'll move differently. They'll, you have a go, you'll see. So I'm not saying that all orbs are um, are the spirit world. And that did, that lady shaking that tea towel did answer for me because there's some mediums working out there who I'm pretty sure aren't working with spirit at all. Um, and it did answer for me why they seem to have so many orbs on their uh, videos when I'm pretty sure they're not actually connecting to the spirit world. But, um, you know, for yourself, have that experience, have a go, have a see, because it is mind blowing. So that's that. Now, a couple of things I wanted to do quickly. I'm going to be way over time today. I hope you've got a long time to listen to this podcast is I wanted to just shout out to Carmel, Carol and Madeline, who have all messaged in with such lovely messages of support for this podcast. Now, um, Jeanette has also emailed in and she had a question that I wanted to answer. Um, so let me just share her email. Hi, Hannah. Loving your podcast, although sometimes I have to listen to them more than once as I often fall asleep whilst listening as your voice is so soothing and makes me relax. Um, uh, ask my husband about that. He does not find my voice relaxing. I have a question. I have had many readings over the years, some good, some not so good. I understand how a medium can read off your energy when in the same room and face to face, but struggling with how it can be done via email when essentially all you have is an email address. How can you tap into the person? I had a lovely 2021 reading done by Sue Q at the beginning of the year, which really did resonate with me, but I still don't understand how she could have got all that from an email and my name. Hope this makes sense and I look forward to listening to more podcasts and hopefully a reading in the not too distant future. Right, Jeanette. So I may have talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I've certainly been talking to somebody about this recently, but um, this physical world in which we live, it, it's an illusion. Now, I know I'm going to sound like a nutter, but that's all I have to say on it, really. If you've seen The Matrix, it is like the Matrix, we're just not powering up evil robots, to my knowledge. So we are all having this experience and it's a bit like being in a computer program where everybody's experience is their own experience, even though there's a collective. So time 
and distance don't really exist. In the spirit world, there is no time. In the spirit world, there is no distance. And so we are in the spirit world, but we don't know it because we're having this physical experience. So when we are connecting to somebody, it's all about intention. It's all about just, you know, sending out that thought, I'm working with this person. The spirit world obviously know that you have given your permission, if you like, uh, by, by booking the reading that you want to work uh, this way. And so we can feel and see and receive from your energy that way. And then when you work with loved ones and spirit and spirit guides, you know, because I get this question an awful lot, how can you connect to my loved ones in spirit if I'm in Spain and you're in the UK? Well, it's very, very simple. In, in layman's terms, your loved ones in spirit or your spirit guides are here with me in this space. And then I'm getting that information from them and I am verbalizing it to you. Very simple. Um, but I actually don't believe that they're just with me. I do believe that they are with you too. So, because there's no space. There's no time, there's no space. <laughs> so I'm glad you're glad you asked that now, Jeanette. Um, you can go into sort of massive metaphysical, metaphysics and all that kind of stuff with understanding energy and Einstein and all of that stuff. It's, it's too complicated for my tiny little pea brain. But uh, essentially, you know, everything is energy. And where energy is, uh, there is nothing and everything. Yeah, I know, I know, it's a bit much, it's a bit much. You know, I, I've been told that in the spirit world, they don't really have names. Names are a human construct. And if you want to connect to a, a spirit, you just think of that spirit's energy and you're together, you're there having an experience. But obviously I can't remember my time in the spirit world and neither can you. So uh, we'll have to just take their word for it with that. I hope that helps, uh, Jeanette. It's, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't really because I can't really tell you. All I can say is time doesn't exist. Space doesn't exist. It's all about intention. There we go. So. Um, one of the things I also want to talk about today, even though I'm way over time, but I'm going to do it because I said I was going to at the beginning, is a little bit about how mediumship works. Now, some of you will have heard me say this before, but it's something that's really, I find really, really interesting at the moment is this sort of journey of a medium. So you will know, hopefully, that I don't believe that we're ever done as a medium. We're always progressing. We're always opening up. We're always expanding. And I'm try and be very open about that you know I'm still developing my mediumship to make it better I'm at the moment I'm working with three different teachers actually it's a bit much <laughs> I need a rest um, trying to improve my mediumship and my connection and the way that I view it is you know if you view um, your medium like a computer we can only receive from the spirit world what they what we are what we are able to receive what our program can run so i'm like an atari from the 80s that's how i view myself at the moment and all the time i'm trying to upgrade and get new programming and new, so i can run different things from the spirit world 
So that is why when you go for a reading with somebody, different mediums get different things because different mediums are open and able to receive different things, which is why you should always trust your instincts about the best medium for you. So um, your loved ones in spirit, spirit are very intelligent. They know the best bits of information to get through my program. So there's no point in me um, asking or trying to control the mediumship or telling your loved ones what I want to receive because it might not be a, be something that I'm able to interpret. So you have to do this partnership with the spirit world where you say to them, okay, I'm ready and willing. What do you want to share? And then they will send it to you. And you know, my thing um, is that I don't, you know, the spirit world don't have voice boxes. Voice boxes are part of physical life. They are not part of spirit life. And, you know, before I was a medium, in my head, it was like you and I having a conversation. I'd say, hello, person in spirit. And they'd say, hello, Hannah, my name's Michael. And I'd go, oh, Michael, nice to meet you. Uh, you know, tell me this about your life. And, and Michael would answer. But actually, in reality, they are in a form of energy. Uh, they're in their soul form. And so when they send that energy to me to receive, to, to be able to interpret and give to you as a sitter, they know the best things that I will be able to understand. And it is, you know, mediumship is pretty much a case of opening yourself up again and again and again, more and more and more to different things, different energies, different types of information. And that's what we're trying to do. That's what a good medium is always trying to do is to expand their program to be able to receive more. So that's why when you go for a reading, you can't go in with that kind of, I want to hear about this, 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 and this. Or if she says this, then I'll know it's my grandfather really with her because I might not be able to receive those things. And those of you that uh, know me know that I'm obsessed with Surviving Death on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, I really recommend it. The medium on there, Laura Lynn Jackson, who I, I think seems like a really good, really steady, proper medium. Um, she says in that it's like playing charades. And that's exactly what it is like. Some things you'll get and they'll come in and you'll go this and it's exactly right. And some things you'll need to work at a little bit more to be able to understand and interpret. So I wanted to share that with you because one of the things that I've really seen happening the more that I've taught is the sort of journey of spiritual development. And this is how I feel that it went for me. And this is how I feel that it goes for a lot of my students. So you start off with that calling, that idea, that thought that I'd quite like to work with the spirit world. This seems cool. This seems fun. And at the beginning, it's just so mind blowing and exciting and wonderful because anything you get, you can't bloody believe that you've got it. You can't believe that was right. You can't believe you gave that name and that person can take it. You can't believe you said you feel like they're moving house and they are. You're so blown away with it because you have no expectations. And then as you continue working with spirit and your uh, development grows and grows, then 
you start to have expectations and expectations are what they're the thief of joy there you go expectations are the thief of joy they suck all of the fun out of your mediumship and i say this to you as somebody who is incredibly hard on themselves on on being better and doing better but you you start off and then you just <laughs> you start to put expectations on yourself you have a good one and then you go oh well, I've got to be good again next time you your mind is blown and then all of a sudden you want your mind to be blown every time and that makes it harder and harder for the spirit world and I wanted to share that because you know if you're at the beginning of your journey don't rush ahead enjoy it accept the small victories you know high five with your spirit team be shocked be amazed at what you've been able to achieve and don't push through it too quickly and if you are developing and you've been developing for some time are you being a thief of your own joy are you taking all of the fun out of it for the spirit world as well as yourself because your expectations are ruining what could actually be a very profound and very amazing moment for you, for spirit and for your sitter. And I just really felt that that needed to be shared at the moment. So somebody out there needed to hear that. And I really wanted to say it today. So, you know, when, when you're going to see a medium, they are, we're all developing. If they're a good medium, they're still trying to develop. And we're trying to get more and more openings in our energy to be able to receive different things. And I honestly can't tell you whether it's spirit that send it to me a certain way or whether it's me that interprets it a different way. But, you know, sometimes you'll get a picture, sometimes you'll get a feeling, sometimes it's just a knowing, sometimes you hear words. And I, I honestly can't tell you whether they just send me an energy and that's how I interpret it. Or they go, she needs to hear this as a word. She needs to see this as a picture. She needs to have this as a feeling. I don't know. But all I know is that, you know, when you open, you receive these things all different ways. And sometimes one piece of evidence in all of those ways. And it builds and builds and builds. Um, but... It's, you know, you can only receive what you are able to receive. And so a medium's work is constantly trying to open themselves up to more and more and more different things, which is why when I'm doing a live, if you've ever seen those people that go, have you got a name? Have you got a this? Have you got a that? I never respond to them because I can't. If I start to do that, if I start to turn to that spirit and say, tell me this, tell me that, tell me this, I'm blocking that I'm funneling that mediumship with what I am demanding rather than what is best for them to give me. So I hope that makes sense. And yes, yeah, sorry, I've gone on a bit more today. I thought I didn't have much to say and it turns out I had loads. Who'd have thunk it? So the next podcast, if you are listening to this before the 30th of March, 2021, um, if you're listening to this before then, the next podcast is going to be a live one. So if you go onto Mediumship Matters on Facebook, you'll be able to see the event. And um, basically what I'm going to do is I'm still going to record it like this so that you can listen. But um, there's an opportunity for you to ask questions live, to get involved, to 
you know, we're going to all work together. So I'm hoping it's going to be something quite amazing. And I would love to have you there. So as always, thanks for listening. And uh, any questions, anything you want to say, do drop me an email to podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Have a lovely day. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.